This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 165. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Welcome. I'm very happy to have you here. My name is Ollie, in case you're new here, and uh, I've uh, dedicated most of my adult life to language learning. I've, I've studied 10 languages. I speak half of those pretty well, the other half not so well, <laughs> but I've spent over 15 years doing it, so I've learned quite a few things along the way, and on this podcast, I teach you the things that I've learned about how to learn languages quickly, so I hope you enjoy it. Now, it's been a bit of a theme recently on the podcast, all about uh, travel and language learning and how it affects the learning process when you move abroad to study, and today's question is really good and very timely because it comes from someone who has actually moved abroad in order to learn a language but is not finding it so easy. Before we get to that question, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show who are italki and it's the place where I get all of my language lessons. If I want to get a bit of language practice for half an hour or for an hour, I contact my teacher on italki, set up a lesson and have that have that that opportunity to speak. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, let's hear from Sonia. This question from Sonia is quite long. Usually I would edit down the questions, but I think in this case, although it's quite a long question, I think it really helps to paint the picture of what Sonia is going through. So with that, here's her question. Hi, Oli. I'm Sonia. Originally, I'm from China, but currently I'm studying in France. I have a question to you of uh, what is the best situation to learn language for you? Personally, I used to think that uh, for me, the best situation to learn language is to have a basic knowledge of this language and then not like a certain level of this language and then put myself directly to a native speaking environment. So for the past four years, after I found my great passion in language learning and making connections, I put myself in an English, English speaking class for almost two years and then a Japanese speaking class for like more than half a year. And then things this February, I put myself in a French speaking master class in France in a city called Nantes, which is a, a lively but small city in France. I felt, but I met a huge difficulty when I tried to integrate myself in a French speaking environment. The difficulty I found is like in the beginning, I thought it's better to put myself in, it's, it's better to stay in a small city in France rather than Paris because there will be less international people and then I will have more chance to practice my French. But um, actually, firstly, I, I don't have a, like I, my French level it from in the beginning maybe was too low and I, I wasn't taking a French uh, class in France. So I directly went to the master. And then the situation was like, I, oh, most, like all the time I see people around me talking lively in a group. And then I feel hard to interrupt them because, uh, firstly, most of the time I don't really understand them because, you know, when native speakers talk with each other, it's very difficult to understand. And then I don't know how to interrupt them. And then gradually I, I kind of feel, felt ashamed of myself that I don't want to end, interrupt them. So it's also strange to say that I live in France, but I don't have lots of French friends. 
but I feel difficult. Until now, I feel difficult to like break this like negative environment. So maybe am I wrong? Is it not the best situation to learn a language? Thanks for your question, Sonia. And you know, I want to I want to dive in because you you, you asked right at the end. It feels strange that you are living in France, but you don't have any French friends. Let me tell you, there is nothing strange about that. It's it's completely normal. In fact, I would say it's actually normal. It's actually it's it's to be expected. The number of people I've met who've lived abroad and never make friends in the country, like native friends of the country that they that they go to. Or if they do, those friends are usually native speakers. Like the the curse of the English speaker, for example, is to because everybody speaks English these days, right? So for an English person to go to say Japan, it is totally normal to have no Japanese friends other than the the Jap- a few Japanese people who speak really great English and want to get more practice. And so you can have friends in the lang- who who are native speakers, but your relationship is in English. It's a difficult subject, and what you're dealing with now, Sonia, is the reality of real life. <laughs> That's a tautology, isn't it? The reality of real. You're dealing with real life. There's no such thing as the ideal or best language learning environment. I think a lot of us fall in love with language learning, and when we fall in love with language learning, because there's one particular event that happens, right? For me, the reason that I fell in love with language learning was because I was 19 and I was working in this cafe in London, and all of my colleagues were from different countries, like France, Sweden, Italy, Spain, and I thought, wow, how cool would it be if I could speak to them in their languages? That was like the moment for me when I suddenly、um, developed this passion for language, or what 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 turned into a passion for language learning. Now.、Um, After that, I had a couple of particularly good situations that allowed me to learn a language quickly. So, when I was in France, for example,、um, I had a French girlfriend who would help me learn French. When I moved back to London, I had one of my best friends was was Spanish, and his English was crap, so he helped me learn、um, Spanish. And and I was successful largely because I had a good the the ideal for the perfect situation, right? Someone, which I think, you know, in language learning, the closest you can get to an ideal situation or an ideal language learning environment is to have someone who's close to you, a close personal friend or relationship, which takes place in the target language. That's as good as it gets, right? Now, when you get out of the kind of ideal, dreamlike situation of language learning, um, you are. Faced with the real world, and I've got to say, like, for so many of my trips abroad, the biggest issue has not been that the language is hard. The biggest challenge has been something else, usually to do with the people around me. For example, I've just been in Hong Kong for two months, right? Now, I lo- I loved it, I had a great time, but it's not easy to learn Cantonese in Hong Kong because most educated people speak. English as a—they're essentially bilingual, which makes it very, very hard for you as a kind of lower-level Cantonese learner to get practice. You're always struggling against that. Now,、um, you know, in your situation, Sonia, 
let's be let's be really honest. The reason that you don't have French friends is the reason that the same reason that people come to the UK and don't have any English friends, which is completely normal. It happens because native speakers don't really care. Sounds harsh, but on the whole, native speakers don't care enough to spend time talking to you slowly so that you can understand because that's all for your benefit, right? And native speakers, you know, people are busy. They have real lives. They they are, are, are generally, in a lot of places, not particularly interested in other countries and cultures. Um, now, I'm not saying that France is particularly like that, but, you know, if you move to a small town in another country, on the whole, people are not going to be very... They're not going to be interested enough to be... Um, what you what you would call in teaching terms a sympathetic listener, all right. So when you're in the the groups of people that you're talking about, um, like you're saying, it's difficult to interrupt. It's difficult to take part in the conversation. And the reason is there's one reason um, from your side, which is that your your French is simply not strong enough yet. Okay, and the the key word is yet because it will be, and it just it obviously takes time. Look. Learning to speak a language is heavily linked to what we call affective factors. And an affective factor is something that relates to your feelings and how you react to the environment around you. Um, if you study teaching, you learn that um, it's very important to make your students feel comfortable in the classroom, feel at ease, feel happy with you as the teacher and with other students, because that affects how they learn. Um, now, I can see that you're quite an analytical person, Sonia. You're probably like, you're like me, you know, you're kind of looking at it and you're thinking, okay, if I put myself in the ideal language learning environment, I will learn uh, French really quickly. Um, And, you know, you have probably concluded that complete immersion is the most efficient way to learn, right? But here's the thing, it only works if you're happy in that environment. And like I said before, my language learning story in, in my language learning story, the success that I've had has been heavily linked to my environment. So, for example, my best friend, my best friend who was Spanish here in London, helped me learn Spanish really quickly. But when I moved to Japan, I was kind of lonely and isolated there, and I didn't. F- and because of that, I didn't feel like studying, and so I didn't do much study, and I didn't progress very far. Your feelings and how comfortable you are are crucial to your progress. It's not just a kind of scientific question of okay this environment is the best therefore i will learn faster you know you can learn very very quickly just studying in your bedroom at home if you want to if that suits you so when i learn languages now like the question i ask myself is how does this language make sense in the in the lifestyle that i currently have and that i currently enjoy so to give you another example when i was in hong kong over over the new year, um, I found it quite difficult to get any work done because I didn't have an office space. I didn't have a good space to work. I was kind of working working out of uh, Pacific Coffee in um, in the place that I was living, and that's not great to concentrate on on work. So, because I wasn't getting much work done, that had a knock on effect on my language learning, which wasn't so good. Um, so, all these things matter. Now, if your French is still at a low level, then the simple fact is that you still have to study a lot. Okay, you have to you have a lot of work to do still on your French, but you knew that when you went to France, right? That was your reason for going to France. Now, 
you can do this in a few ways. You can do this naturally through speaking with people and eventually you will make progress. Or you can do it through um, more traditional study by sitting down in, you know, at home with a textbook. Or you can, you know, some kind of combination of those two things. Now you've chosen to kind of isolate yourself in, in, in France and that's, it's kind of a big gamble, you know? And you and your personality and your attitude will determine whether you succeed or not. You know, I've known people who have, for example, have moved to Japan and, um, or moved to any, any other country and they, they've, they can be the kind of person that's very extroverted. They, they might be not very good at the language, but they'll just jump in a conversation and practice. Like they don't care. They just don't have these kind of social inhibitions. And those people can learn a language very, very quickly because they just don't care what people think. They don't care if they make mistakes. They don't care if they get it wrong. Sonia, I think you're probably not like that. I'm also not like that. That, that kind of situation doesn't work for me. I much prefer to create the ideal learning environment in a place that's comfortable for me so the question for you is not is this the best way the the question for you should be is this the best way for me and you have to answer that question for yourself now i don't know what your commitment to staying in france is but what i would say is you know when you look forward over the the coming weeks months or years like don't be afraid to follow the path that makes you happier Because life is about more than language learning. And I guarantee you, the happier that you are, the better your language learning will be as a result. In your specific situation, like I would, I would, but my advice to you would be to probably accept the reality that interacting socially is hard right now, um, possibly on a cultural level, but definitely on a language level. And I would simply, I would look for a language partner locally or a tutor on a service like italki. Um, who can help you get dedicated practice. To improve your French right now, you've got to get dedicated speaking practice in order to build up your confidence. It's as simple as that. So, you know, personally, what I would probably do, if I can't find a language partner, I would actually hire someone on italki to get daily practice speaking French. And it might sound perverse to pay someone to do that when you're in France, but I think it might be the smartest move for you so listen good luck i really hope it, it works out for you let me know how it goes um if you would like to ask me a question you can go to i will teach forward slash ask to do that now i'm going to leave you with a quote today which i think is quite quite relevant and it's from herman hess and he said i have been and still am a seeker I have ceased to question stars and books. I have begun to listen to the teaching my blood whispers to me. I really like that quote. If you'd like to um, see that quote written down, or if you'd like to read a full transcript of today's episode, please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 165. There you can also leave a comment with your advice for Sonia to let her know what you think she should uh, do in her situation. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.